Desert Diaries. Hello, Arizona calling. And you know what? It is actually starting to cool down. Yeah, I know we're at the end of September. Cool down here in the Southwest. I took the dogs out late night a couple of nights ago and when the wind blew, there was just a hint of a temperature less than boiling in the air. The hairdryer breezes of summer are slowly fading away. Plus... I spent Wednesday night in a saloon and (gasps) I wore socks and shoes for the first time in absolutely months. (laughs) I tell you what, though, as soon as I arrived, I realised I'd made a massive error because everybody else in the whole place, and I mean everybody, was wearing cowboy boots, apart from me. (laughs) Never had trainers felt so inappropriate. The saloon is called Handlebar J and it's a stalwart of the live country music scene in Scottsdale, which is a city that forms part of the Greater Phoenix metropolitan area, along with Mesa, Tempe, Gilbert, and they all kind of roll into one. And I don't really know where Scottsdale ends and Phoenix starts. Handlebar J is only about 10 minutes from my house and I live in Phoenix, but Scottsdale addresses are certainly considered more, how shall I put it, exclusive. That's for sure. The saloon's been around since the mid-70s in its current form, but was built in the 60s in an area that was at the time, according to history, nothing but tumbleweed, rattlesnakes and cowboys. It's amazing. It's hard to imagine now, as it's just really close to a Safeway and a Starbucks and an absolutely massive cinema. Back then, it was called Wild Bills and it had chicken wire separating the musicians on the stage from the clearly rowdy clientele. By the mid-70s, the bar had been through a few changes and was bought by husband and wife, Brick, amazing name, and Gwen Herndon. Their three sons, Ray, Ron and Rick, often played in the house band and still do today and work the tables too. In the 80s, Ray and Ron formed the band The Herndon Brothers, who went on to have a really successful country music career. And it was the two of them who were part of the band that played on Wednesday night that I saw. Regulars were telling me that you never really know who might leap up on stage. And the likes of Huey Lewis, Lyle Lovett, Matthew McConaughey and Chris Christopherson have all appeared on occasion. One of the amazing things about Handlebar J is the cowboy hats. There's a tradition for people to donate their hats to the saloon and they're all hung on the ceiling over the bar. There are literally hundreds of them. The hats remain long after the folks who wore them, so they'll always have a view of the stage at Handlebar J, said Ray this week as one man left his hat to add to the collection. Oh, it's great. I've mentioned this before, but one thing I love about the dancing that goes on in saloons is that age is utterly irrelevant. There were people clearly in their 80s absolutely going for it on the dance floor last night, as well as a couple of teenagers and absolutely everybody in between, often couples spanning decades. A couple of old cowboys offered their hand to ask me to dance, but gripped by the inappropriate footwear and a complete lack of knowledge about how to dance country, I did decline. Once I get my boots sorted and maybe a few online tutorials, I think I'm going to give it a go. Another note to self, I do need to learn the words to the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> oh, say can you see? Didn't really cut it last night when the band struck up the song. Everybody in the whole saloon immediately stood up, took off their hats, put their hand on their hearts and sung out loud. 
I don't think I imagined the glare of the guitarist as I sat there in complete silence. Uh. Telling the girls this story on the school run, they seemed genuinely surprised that I didn't know the words because, as they said, they'd been pledging allegiance to the flag on a daily basis since they started school two years ago. Now, I'm not quite sure how we got to this stage without me realising that they did this. But every single day, the first thing they do at school is stand up, turn and face the flag, which is hung in each and every classroom, put their hands on their hearts and recite, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. The teenager then has another set of words to recite from the start of the Constitution called the Preamble. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defence, promote the general welfare and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish this constitution for the United States of America. It's quite a lot to get through every single morning, isn't it? Once a week on a Monday, they also, the whole school, troop out into the playground and recite the pledge and the preamble whilst one student is picked to physically raise the stars and stripes itself up the flagpole. Last week, two of the teenagers in class refused to stand up in a clear display of rebellion. The teacher was not happy. Threats were made, parents were called and they have not sat down since, put it that way. I can't say I've got a really strong feeling about the pledging either way, really. It just seems like the stuff of teen high school movies to me. But already to the girls, it's just another part of the school day. There definitely is a complete reverence to the flag amongst so many Americans. On my local Next Door app, one of my neighbours posted this week that she'd put her flag, which she proudly flew outside her front door, into the washing machine and it had shredded during the wash cycle. What do I do with the bit, she said? What's the appropriate way to dispose of this flag in an honourable way? There were so many different responses to her post, none of them saying, I'll just pop it in the bin and get a new one. They were all talking about the official, honourable way. Different societies, you can go and take the pieces of the flag too, who will dispose of them appropriately, all over town. Different addresses you can mail bits and bobs up to. It really is something that's taken so, so seriously. I suppose the big news of the week is the announcement from President Biden that the US is opening its borders back up to the UK at some point in November. I mean, man alive, what a rough couple of years it has been. I mean, this means in real terms, number one, my best friend is going to meet me in New York City in December, more than two years since I last saw her there. I really can't quite believe it's happening. And although my dad is due to have a very big operation at the start of November now, which has caused obviously a lot of concern and we had to make sure he was able to fly. We've talked to doctors. We've had a lot of conversations and it looks like, oh my gosh, my dad will be with us for Christmas. We bit the bullet and joined the absolute frenzy of flight booking a couple of days ago and he's due to land on December the 14th. I still... Really can't quite believe it. But what a Christmas it will be. 12 weeks and counting, eh? I'll see you in the desert. (laughs) 